0: whether you eat or drink whatever you do 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 or whatever you do do all to the glory of god
1: welcome to whatever you do i'm danny
0: and i'm abby we're just best friends trying to figure
1: out how to bring glory to god in whatever you do a special guest with us tonight if you hear any any of that.
0: Hi Pax. Are you saying hello to the
1: people? Say hi. He's not quite ready for bed but we're kind of quite ready to start recording so we'll see how it goes. We yeah. We'll be figuring out our pause button again.
0: Yeah that's we'll always see. a big mystery but we're fine. Yep.
1: We were just discussing the fact that
0: I said are we ready to hit record and Danny's like I have no idea what we're talking about. I'm like I have like negative no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Like we,
1: we rarely we've said this before. We don't usually know what we're talking about, but sometimes we at least have a couple things we thoughts. want to talk to each other about that we hold on to until we hit record. Yeah. But I nope. was like I don't even know what I want to talk to just you about if we were putting in the podcast.
0: So we hope this Which, goes in a direction... This probably is making you want to shut us off right now. <laughs> hopefully, God willing. it is making you want to listen to see if we come up with anything. Yeah. Hopefully this ends in something entertaining.
1: It's kind of strange that we feel this way because...
0: It's been so long since we re- recorded... Because we recorded I, our last episode early.
1: And then I was gone. Yeah. And then we haven't seen each other a lot since I got back. I know. Which would make it seem like we would have endless things to talk about.
0: I think we're both just in these weird, like, processing, trying to figure out... Oh, sorry. What we think about things and... I don't know how to shut that Mm off. Oh, well. But, yes. So. Um, yeah...
1: Where did you go? I took my kids to Michigan. Did I say this on the end of the last I don't remember. I don't remember That was so long ago. Um, I took my two oldest kids to Michigan. My parents just bought a house there, and my grandpa lives there, and my aunts and uncles and cousins live there. So, I took advantage of the great prices on airline tickets.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And... Flew them back there with packs, and then I flew home on Monday and left them there. So Chip flies in a week to go bring them home.
0: Has it been weird without them?
1: It's so strange.
0: I feel like we've we've talked about this before, but how even like us missing one kid, you know, if they're at like someone's house or something. It feel it just throws off the whole dynamic of the entire family. hmm And
1: we're doing fine, but it's definitely strange. And all the kids were talking at breakfast this morning about how much they miss Kenzie and Riken. Aw. So, that was good. At least they weren't like, I hope Kenzie and Riken never come Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah. I mean... It's hard to know, kind of like you said, it's hard to know if things, how much things feel strange because they're not home Mm -hmm. versus how much things just feel strange because there's so many things yeah, that are not normal for right now Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that just, I don't know quite what is caused by what. Yeah. So Chip's work schedule is totally different than it's ever been in all of the years. He's worked at Joe's because they started a shift that's 6
0: a.m. to 2 Mm p.m. And they've never had that shift before.
1: The earliest he's ever worked is 8 to 4, and even that was super rare. 9 to Mm 5 is even... 9 to 5 was their normal opening shift, and that was even rare that he would open. Mm -hmm. But the manager who typically likes and wants to open hasn't been able to because she's had her kids home oh and so she's needed to be closing while Mm -hmm. her husband is able to be home from his job yeah so chip's been doing the opening but then they also had to change their shift because of just how things are working out so He's been having to leave at five thirty, mm-hmm. which means he's getting up at five, and this is that's just like the drastic extreme versus what drastic extreme he we're used, used to, to do. him like, right, like you, working till midnight or right. one and us not even going to bed till like one or two in the morning yeah and now all of a sudden he's having to leave for work at five thirty and so now even going to bed at eleven feels super early for us yeah but. Even that is too late to continuously do that when he has to be up at five every mm-hmm. day. So that's been a little bit throwing everything yeah. off. And so then he'll be gone, he's will gone. And then since Kenzie and Riken aren't home in the morning, normally they're the ones that wake up at six o'clock in the morning
2: mm-hmm.
1: every day. And so my other kids don't except for the two youngest pax and deke both wake up really early so that means i get up with them Mm -hmm. which is fine but it's just super different yeah and so yeah just trying to adjust to all of that has been interesting yeah But it's helpful, almost, that I am getting up with them in the sense that...
0: You do want to
1: go to bed earlier with Chip. Yeah, it's still hard for me because I definitely am one of those people. I think it's kind of normal for a lot of people to get... You hit the point where you want to go to bed, and then if you kind of push through that, you get, like, a second wind. And so I feel like I want to go to bed at, like, 4 in the afternoon.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Maybe not that early, but... It doesn't feel like an actual bedtime that I really want to go to sleep. And then by the time 10 o'clock rolls around, I'm feeling... I just have always been a night person, too. So, I know I need to go to sleep. I know I was tired all day. I know I should want to be in bed right now. But I feel like I'm laying here wide awake. Mm -hmm. And I'm used to falling in bed and falling asleep in, like, 20 seconds.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) So, that's been... I don't know. Just all
0: crazy, but. Well, this week has been particularly challenging for me with Ruben. He's had a really hard week um, with. Life. A hard life, really. But this week has been. Particularly challenging, and he hasn't been eating well, and he hasn't been sleeping well, and so we kind of decided to cut some more stuff out of my diet. <clears throat> I was already mostly gluten and dairy-free, um, but I would eat but not better. not Right. I wasn't, like, reading labels for hidden milk products in salami. But apparently, yeah. that is a thing. Um... But we also so I decided to go more strict with that, and then also cut out soy um, to see if that's causing problems. Um, so the last so it's been today's finishing day three of that, and today was significantly better than the last, the last week, couple of days. Yeah. Week. Um, but you know, I he also went to the chiropractor today. We started him on a little bit of um, goat milk formula, and um, so we're just we're just experimenting with that and trying to figure out what um, what the best thing for him is. And but it's definitely been a emotionally and physically draining week. Um, I mean,
1: because. Maybe- you just want to help him. Yeah. Obviously, it's not just... It's easy to, at times, feel like, oh, he's just being so stubborn. But the reality is, right. especially in a week like this, you know that yes, he's not. something is not,
0: wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, Wednesday, I was, like, rocking him in his rocking chair. And he's screaming, and I'm just crying, and we're both just crying because I'm like... I know you don't feel good, and I don't know how to like help you. Like I don't know what else to do. Right, and it feels
1: like even the options in front of you feel very much like they may or may not help. Right. Hi, Dicky. What you doing, bud? I'm a block. You want to play blocks?
0: Yeah. Um. I don't know where (laughs) they're.
1: Are there no blocks in there, or are there blocks? Let me see. Come bring it here. Oh, there's some blocks. You can take that in the living room and play with them. Yeah. All right. I love you. It's okay if you can't get the door closed. I'll
0: shut it. Bye. Surprise visits from the two-year-old. Yep. So, anyway, um...
1: Yeah. It it doesn't just feel like the answer is, well, if you just do these hard things, it'll make him better. It's right. Like you could do these hard things and it might make him better, right. but it might not. And,
0: and I've definitely been struggling a lot this week with feeling like I'm already, I, I've already had to do hard things. <laughs> like, I already have to pump for him. I already, like... I should, like, there should be, like, a max level of, like, all right, it should be easy now from now on. Isn't that how life works? Like, Mm -hmm. you just hit your quota of, like, hard things and then it stops being hard? Right. No. But I feel like I definitely have struggled with different moments and thoughts of, like, okay, this isn't supposed to be hard anymore. Like, this is supposed to be just... I gave my baby his bottle that I just pumped for him and he's supposed to just drink it and be normal and yes that's not the case nope and whatever the reason is for that I know it's because God is most glorified in that whether that's through sanctifying me whether that's through sanctifying us as a family or whatever but I know that Well, and
1: even the the things you learn from these challenges that you've seen with your other kids in ways that God helps you gain experiences that then Mm -hmm. you can bless others and encourage others. And it's it's never super comforting in the moment of like, oh, yes, I would love to go through all of this hard stuff so that someday I might be able to help someone. But the reality is God does... Bring mm-hmm. people through hard things to encourage right. other people when they hit those points, and to be compassionate and sympathetic, right. and actually have real
0: experience in things. Mm-hmm. And so. yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's, it is a such a truth and a comfort to to know that in trials and to know that the people who come alongside me to encourage me during this time may not be going through the same same struggles I am at the moment, but they've gone through some struggles, some suffering, to be able to relate and come out of that and be able to say, like, God is faithful, Mm -hmm. God is good, God is sovereign in this. And then
1: aside from that, you get to see the provisions, like God Mm -hmm. brings along provisions for all of these things that... He uses others to help in, mm-hmm. and that's always an encouragement to know that he is very aware of what's going on, Yeah, and he is very able to provide, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that there aren't still moments and days and weeks of trying to figure things out and...
0: yeah. Yeah, so today was a better day, though, and hoping they continue When you say
1: that he had a really hard week or a bad day or what does that look like? Because obviously I know what that entails, but for people who are listening, what are some of...
0: He doesn't eat his bottles. I can... He eats maybe... For his size and his age, like how much he weighs he should be getting about 37 ounces a day of breast milk. obviously that can that varies widely and right I was gonna say I like a,
1: that number especially with breast milk is so
0: I'm just hard. saying to give someone a rough
1: a, a reference, a
0: reference of like I would say
1: it's pretty widely n- noted that. It's, it's 24 to 40 ounces for his age range and is all the charts I've ever looked yeah. up. That six, four ounce feedings would be typically what you would consider like the very mm-hmm. low yeah. side of things. But
0: but even with that, especially with breast milk, because the calorie content can, things can change in breast milk. And so I feel like you can't, it isn't just based on an amount ounce. of ounces,
1: right. Because... Because you can do 24 ounces that are really high in fat, really high right. in calorie, but they might be eating 40 ounces that are right. really low in so calorie.
0: It, it, with breast milk, and it's so hard to know for sh- sure what they should or shouldn't be getting because they right. don't know what they're getting. But, but
1: for reference point, I would say 24 ounces would be on the like very, very... Yes. Like, low. Lowest yes. end of things. Yes.
0: Yeah. This week, he ate... Uh, 17 ounces was what he would eat most days. But then there was a day in there that he ate 13 ounces. Um, and
1: and you've already been aware and trying with the 17 ounces. It's oh, yeah. Not like-
0: it is like a active, like bouncing him on a yoga ball, shushing him with the white noise and the room dark and I'm like shoving it in his mouth and he's like crying and doesn't want it and hasn't eaten in four hours and like it's right. a very actively trying to just get something in him so right. he's not dehydrated. Right. And him just refusing right. everything and then being exhausted and not wanting to sleep but being so tired and um, so trying to, you know, I finally... Spend two hours trying to get him to sleep and then he sleeps for 20 minutes and then he's up crying again and still won't eat a bottle and so this hasn't been
1: uh, this this level of struggle for him and difficulty has not been his entire life when i say that he's had a hard life i don't mean that he's it definitely always been
0: right it definitely of... cycles you know like i feel like there's really really hard days and then there's some days that are like today which is just like normal baby level work you know like they cry sometimes and yeah goes to
1: bed for a two hour nap
0: yeah Mm. Dietrich please go out yeah so um just trying to
1: (sighs) right but in those moments where he's Refusing to eat. You know that he at least doesn't feel well. And. Yes. I mean. We brought up the possibility that it could even have been some sort of a stomach bug or something like mm-hmm. that. The reason why it doesn't feel like that is because, like you said, it does seem to... Su- he's, he's seemed to have these types of yeah. days
0: Cyclical, before.
1: Yeah, Maybe not to that extreme. Right. But... Right, yeah. Where there's definitely been days along the way where it feels like something isn't... Right. ...quite right here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And... Yep. So...
1: And then going back to when he was first born and his latch and all of mm-hmm. that, it's hard to know. Is this a, an intestinal, like, an allergy thing? Is this right. a mechanical thing? Right. Is this, like, there's something that needs to be adjusted and, you know... hmm So there's all these different avenues and it's hard... To we were know even today, what... You... You start to look at all the different possibilities and you don't want to wait to, to try different things right. and change them because you want to get the help. If it's a food allergy and you're taking them to the chiropractor every three days it, and you're not cutting, like addressing any foods, and right. you're just, but if it's not a food allergy and it's a thing he needs, something adjusted in his neck or something. to Right. Then you could cut out all of the top eight allergens and it might not help at all, but you do all the things then. You right. take him to the chiropractor. You
0: And you don't know what things. helped what, but you just do them all because you want him better. Yes. And
1: yeah. But that can get really hard in the moments of when you're just having selfish moments of... I don't want to be cutting out these things yeah. right now. Like, when it feels like, I don't even know if this is helping. I don't even yes. know if this is. Yeah. But that's where you just have to look at what's in front of you, though, and say, well, is it worth it? Like, this is selfishness on my part. If it's just that I want to eat this thing and mm-hmm. it could be bothering my baby, Right. then... And not to say that you can't choose to do a different method. You've talked about trying, I mean, trying the goat's milk formula. Mm-hmm. And your plan right now is to use that for a couple of weeks yeah. here and there. Yeah. Or part time to give your milk a chance to clear out of the things that you're cutting out more. Right. Yep. And, but ultimately you'd like to see if you can keep giving him breast milk.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know that breast milk is how God designed originally it to work. And I just, you know, I think I've always struggled, especially the last couple of babies, with how challenging nursing my babies are and giving them breast milk, I've always struggled with at what point should... At what point should we just not try to do this anymore? You know, like, at what point is this just... And I have to keep coming back to, like, God will let me know when that is. Like, God will let me know if and when we need to just be done. We've given him breast milk for the last four months and I have tons of milk in the freezer. Like, at what point... Things need to just stop. But I think I I get this pride where I'm like, well, I've done all of this work. And give him breast milk and it should just work. You right. know, it should just like, why did I put in all this effort? I should have just given him goat's milk from the start. And I have to remember that, like, God is leading me in these things and I can come to him and ask him for his wisdom on these areas and
1: well and I think there's probably some amount of I know before you had him even the using the bottle I mean you feel like God clearly led you away from breastfeeding in the sense that he wasn't even transferring any milk right and but it felt like I think there was always somewhat of this hope of like if I would have just done bottles with all of my kids, if I just did bottles, like, it's gonna, like, you're saying, it should just be, mm-hmm. like, I gave that up. I did the bottle, and...
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Then it was like, just, it was already hard for me to have to sacrifice nursing him, right. and have to give him bottles, that it feels like, I feel this prideful sense of, like, so now it should just go the way it's mm-hmm. supposed to go now, and then when that's not going that way, it's yeah. like...
1: Like, okay, God, what am I needing to learn now? Because I felt like I learned all the lessons. And
0: (laughs) And again, it's just like new sins that God is bringing up and revealing and sanctifying us through. And I mean, it's not fun to go through that, but it's also good to be sanctified in these areas you know we don't want to stay right where we're at right do you want
1: to say hi deek hi
0: <laughs> are you joining us for our podcast today yeah yeah how old are you yeah. come here okay
1: say hi hi say i'm Deke i'm deek
2: <laughs>
1: how old are you Two? Yeah. What's your favorite color?
2: Um, purple.
1: Purple. Yeah, (laughs) you do love purple, don't you? You gonna go back out?
2: No.
1: You all done? No. You done talking? Yeah. Yeah? Why don't you go back out and watch the movie with the kids? No. Okay. You can sit right down there. Mommy can't hold you because I've got packs. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Okay. These are special moments for you guys.
0: Um. How have you been? It's been a weird week.
1: It's been a weird...
0: mm, Month? Month.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing okay most of the time great some of the time mm-hmm. less than great some of the time Yeah. but overall I don't know I think I'm just in this weird slump of needing kind of it all ties in a little bit with that The time stuff I was talking about, but I kind of came to the realization today that I need to just list out what I need to prioritize again Mm -hmm. and try to fit that into my day the way that my days are Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Because I end up wasting a whole bunch of time in the mornings now that I'm waking up early. But I
0: don't have anything that I'm used to doing or scheduled and planned and doing, so... It feels like bonus time in the morning that you can just waste, but really then when you're losing out on your evening time... Then, right. Yeah. And that's going to really
1: take some active intentionality and discipline for me because I am... I really struggle to get going in the mornings. I don't like the morning. (laughs) I... Don't do well. Just mm-hmm. like I, I'm not someone who's just like, oh, look at, I'm up early. I'm gonna just get all this stuff done. I don't know anyone like yeah, that. I, know. <laughs> I feel like Chip is like like that.
0: But Chip is like that morning and night know. and every time of the day. <laughs> I know, but for me, I'm really
1: missing my like late nights when Chip would work because that's when I do feel like. I'll totally get all of the dishes done, fold yeah. laundry, and clean up, like, sweep in the kitchen and wipe things down extra. And just those types of little things that really do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: for me, impact... The kids do do their chores, and they do an okay job, but not, like, the level of
0: right what right.
1: I would want things done all the time. Mm-hmm. And so... When things start to get gross and cluttery and all of that, it just affects my outlook on everything. Yeah. When I'm walking around my house and I'm just like, ah. Yeah. But I really, I, I especially really struggle to do that type of stuff in the mornings because it feels like. I'm gonna do this and in three seconds. Right. Go going to destroy it. Where when I do it late at night when everybody's in bed, you
0: at it least feels feel like, like it'll be it's there. It's still gonna be
1: destroyed when I wake up in the morning because yeah. my kids all get up before me, but
0: You go to bed and your like house is put quiet to, And
1: peaceful and yeah. yeah. Not like it's actively being undone as I'm
0: doing planning to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I need to just figure all that out, which I think there's still enough random uncertainty about what life is going to continue to look like Mm -hmm. for, you know, we just got, we just found out that there's no summer swim team, which it's not like that's a big surprise, but it's like this time of actively waiting to know what mm-hmm. is going to happen with different things. Um, I even hesitate because Chip was telling me either yesterday or the day before that he thought that there might be some sort of summer camp thing opening up that his co-workers' kids might be going to sometime in, starting in June. Mm-hmm. And that if they were going to that, she would probably want to open again, so then he would probably be moved back to either mids or closing, which just feels like, do I really want to like take all the effort and right mind power of figuring out this new schedule in life starting at 530 in the morning when it could very easily Switch in like back. two weeks just... So, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But overall, I'm
1: going through the normal, trying to figure out what to do about working out and eating, and do I care? Mm-hmm. How much do I care? How much do I want to enjoy yeah. life through food? How much do I not?
0: Yeah. And
1: those are questions that I don't think ever go away
0: in life. We've talked about this in other multiple
1: episodes. But I don't even... I don't think it's just us. I think it's something everybody's always kind of processing through.
0: Yeah. And I think that there are different seasons. Oh, yeah. Of eating different ways and... And being healthy in different ways. Right. It can be
1: just as unhealthy to not eat food, Mm -hmm. obviously. Right. There's a lot of different types of eating disorders, and it's not even just not eating or binge eating. There's other... I mean, getting too fixated on certain things, especially if there's not a... There's the difference between cutting things out of your diet because they're actively making you sick and incapacitating you mm-hmm. in some way versus just deciding, hmm, I don't think gluten is very good for me, so I'm going to cut it out, but then being, like, hyperactively fixated on every... I
0: think it's just one of those things that like with every other you can created just thing you make idolize it into an idol. And yeah, I in, mean in any direction where it's consuming your thoughts of what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat, what you did eat, what you're supposed to eat like and, and if that's what you can what go you're,
1: to this function and be with these people and mm-hmm. trying to get everyone else to do exactly what you're doing too and Right. And, yeah. Um so I don't feel like I'm in that type of a spot but right.
0: I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've definitely, we've talked about this before, but struggle with, like, feeling like all or nothing. Like, I'm either going to be working out every day and eating perfectly or I'm just going to do none of it. (laughs) And I do feel like this last month, five weeks, six weeks, God has really been like convicting me of that of like just do the next right do, thing, do what's good today, right? Or even like right now, right? Like, and it's okay if you didn't, whatever. But you know, I think that that's been something that He's been really convicting me on, and I've been trying to work out even if the night before I didn't eat perfectly. Like, I'm not gonna let. Those things discourage me, but also feel like I can eat a something. I don't know what I eat now, but <laughs> now it's all something gone.
1: Something with but no gluten, dairy, or soy. soy.
0: Yeah. Um, but, and just being okay with it not being perfect and not idolizing the, like, perfect diet or perfect workout routine, but trying to just be faithful to, like, now, this meal, this hour that I have, this time, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. And allowing that to be different based on the time or the day or or whatever, and that's okay. Sometimes
1: allowing it to be different than what you want it to be. Right. Which can be really challenging Mm -hmm. when you know God is leading you to do something that doesn't feel like it's going to accomplish your goals or your things that you do feel like are your top priorities.
0: Yeah. I mean, this morning, I feel like that was exactly... I... Got home from taking Reuben to the chiropractor, got him to sleep. I felt like I had a million things to do, and he was finally asleep after three days of, like, not taking any naps, and I literally did nothing around my house, nothing with my kids for school. Like, it was like, okay, now I have a million things I need to do, and Reuben's asleep. And Arrow was, like, kept grabbing his shoes, telling me he wanted to go outside, and I'm like, I go in the backyard. Like, I'm not... I'm not we're not going anywhere I'm sorry but we're not go- like we're staying here and he just wouldn't let it go and I felt like God was like just going to walk and I'm like I don't want to go to walk I have sourdough pizza crust to make I have laundry to fold I have dishes to do I have and these are all good things as far as yes they help my fa- they're catching up and helping my family like right. I need to make Ruben's homemade goat milk formula. I need to like do these things. But it was very clear like you need to take him on a walk. Like you need to take him on a walk. And I was like so like that is stupid. Why would I take him on a walk? He doesn't need to go on a walk. What needs to happen is my laundry needs to get folded. You know. And it was kind of this like back and forth in my mind of like I don't want to do that though. And, mm-hmm. and then we went on a walk and he's little Took off his shoes and ran the whole way around the block and loved every second of it. And
1: how was he when you got home?
0: He was better, and I feel like God allowed Ruben to then take like a two and a half hour nap, and I still got all the things plus more than I had hoped to hoped to get done. And but it's like those probably was not. Clingy and And fussy and yes, yeah, yeah. He did, but that doesn't mean
1: that every time your toddler is clingy and fussy, you should just appease what they do.
0: Right, exactly. Right, and that's why that's why we have to be in prayer, and we have to be going to Him with these things and these times, and being like. But then
1: also being obedient when the answer comes back as something different. You don't really want want to do right. And it's not even sometimes that you really wanted to do all the other things. It just felt like they would the accomplish more Im- your goals right
0: more. They're the more important things. Yes. Hmm.
1: Well, that felt like a good <laughs> life lesson.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: We need to label it so we can come back and tell ourselves that one. Listen, yeah. listen to ourselves. Yeah remind us of that oh this room this room we're in right now recording in is either ice cold where you're like I feel like Uh I need a winter jacket on it's true or it's like you turn the air off and then you start sweating bullets immediately it doesn't help that I have a sleeping baby on my But.
0: but it is true
1: it's the most...
0: You can't control in, it.
1: Indecisive.
0: Remember when we used to record in my garage? I know. We can never go back there. Never. It's I mean, gone. we could. It just is Grayson's room now. <laughs> I know, but not to like... Yeah. Isn't that weird when
1: there's places like that? Yeah. When it's like...
0: That will never be what it was. Right. You can't
1: ever go back in that mm-hmm. concrete yeah. hole with the moths... <laughs> was that a moth that was I don't, attacking you that one day? I don't remember what it was. Something something attacked you was I remember mm-hmm. Oh so curious minds might want to know this is it's not like it's a surprise when we offer Too much information on this podcast, but here's Ah, a warning. I'm
0: curious where you're going with
1: this. Not even that much, too much information, but I was just gonna let everyone know that I still have not had any sort of physical signs of miscarrying or anything, so Mm -hmm. that's been interesting and confusing, but not really confusing. It feels like I want something to feel more solidified, but I kind of had this feeling from the very beginning that I might not ever Mm -hmm. have... I feel like things were probably really, really early, and I'm not having a normal cycle right now. Right. Because I'm still nursing and pumping, that we know from other... Situations that your body can reabsorb a lot of things, and mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. But um, it's definitely just been kind of strange. There yeah. hasn't been any bleeding or cramping, or but I also don't feel in any way like I'm pregnant. As far as it's not like hormones, I feel like some people have when when you're a little bit further along, mm-hmm. you miscarry, but your body doesn't realize it you'll still feel like you're pregnant. Right. And you might even still be getting positive pregnancy tests, and, mm-hmm. but your body just kind of hasn't figured out right. to get out of that mode. But I don't feel like that's the mode my body is in either. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
0: How are you feeling about... Do you think it's going to be harder to... Not get your cycle like if your cycle doesn't return for a long time, like it, like you would normally expect it to now. Do you feel like it w- will be harder for that? I think the thing that I've sh- I'm
1: struggling with the most, which I don't feel like I struggled with at all or very little maybe I shouldn't say at all, but very little is I'm struggling with being more tempted to take pregnancy tests because. It just felt like, why would I even do that? It's not even
2: mm-hmm.
1: possible right now. Like, I'm not even... I just wasn't even thinking that way. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I do have the the thoughts of just, well, maybe I'll just... Maybe I'll start taking a test once a month just to see, like... Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm really supposed to be doing that. I don't mm-hmm. think that there's. I don't think there's really any reason. I feel like God made it so clear. It. I don't think it's something that I need to be doing regularly, and I don't feel like I should have been thinking that I should have been doing it regularly. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I should be now. But right. I'm just get those twinges of just and I think it's all about just like wanting information mm-hmm. and wanting to know things that may or may not be right happening and so that's been more of the just needing to let that go it doesn't help that I have like however many tests sitting <laughs> under my yeah. cupboard again mm-hmm. um but I I don't know. There's times when I feel like if it's a really long time before I get my cycle, if it's a really long time before I get pregnant again, if I don't ever get pregnant again, that it'll be really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And then there's times where I feel exactly how I did until two weeks ago where I didn't, where I was just very content in... Mm -hmm. Whatever happens, whenever it happens, I don't, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not. So, I don't know. It definitely just feels like it's thrown into the whole mix of the unknown and... Yeah. Being content in where we are today and... Mm -hmm. um, Just especially trying to enjoy... The time of packs being little, and not wish that away, and yeah, um, trying to take advantage of the time to, that's, that's what causes the the struggle with the working out and the eating and
2: mm-hmm. because
1: it's like, it does feel like on one hand that the time before I could get pregnant again is limited and I need to be as strong as I can I need to try to strengthen my core as much as I can Mm -hmm. just so I can carry a baby well and Mm -hmm. move and um but then on the other hand it feels like well what if I never get pregnant again like then I have a lot of time to slowly do this but that's the point we don't we don't know right but it's how right intensely do I need to be like because yeah. I don't know, I mean, I could be working as intensely as I want to and I could get pregnant again
0: next month. And, right, I mean... And that's where, again, we have to be, like, going to the Lord and asking, is today a day that I'm supposed to be working out? Should I be, like, spending the time doing this today? Should I not be? Right. Should I be eating this for dinner or this for dinner? Or, like, we have to be going to Him with these things and asking... For wisdom on them, because we want to be all or nothing. It's
1: funny, because it's we say it's so exhausting, it's so, it takes so much to do that, and yet, why? Like, why? I think it's only exhausting when we don't, because there's so many times where we are asking these questions, and there isn't this, like strong, clear Mm
2: -hmm.
1: answer of like, this is what you're supposed to do now. Mm -hmm. When those answers come, it feels, uh, you know, like for your walk this morning, it doesn't always mean that that feels easy to be obedient, Mm -hmm. but it at least feels like, okay, I know what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm making the choice to either obey or not. Mm -hmm. But so much of the time, There's still a bunch of options in front of you, and you don't know which one is the one that you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. doing. And you just have to kind of use your experience and wisdom God has given you and just keep going anyway. Right. So... I think one thing that we've both struggled with in the past and I think God has really... I don't feel like I struggle in this way the same way as I used to, but sometimes even as we're as I'm trying to figure all of those things out, it can... The, the number of questions of how am I supposed to be using this hour? Am I supposed to be getting extra school done with this kid? Am I supposed to be working on laundry, am I supposed to be cleaning up my bedroom that has a million things stored in there right now and I need to figure out places for them, am I supposed to, but I spend so much time going through all the options and Mm -hmm. wondering what I should be doing that I am like paralyzed and do nothing and waste the whole hour instead of just picking something when it's like, well there's clearly all of these things right in front of you that need to be done just do something, just just start working instead of fretting over Which one needs to be done the most or Mm -hmm. not knowing how to use your time. Right. (laughs) You know, Um, sometimes it isn't necessarily about which thing is the right answer, but it is just about starting and doing something productive. Yeah. Or sometimes it's about setting the productive lists aside and being quiet before the Lord. Right. So... I hope this has been super clear and (laughs) helpful.
0: We're going to have fun naming this episode. Yep. Well, The
1: episode of de interrupting. Yes. Fifteen times.
0: Any last thoughts? I don't think so. All right. Well, we'll be back.
1: Maybe next time we'll wear masks while we (laughs) record.
0: Yeah, no, that's not going to happen, but we'll be back next week, hopefully. (laughs)
2: Bye. Bye.